0: The boys from Hanna, Alberta getting a spot in the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. They've uh, been named as the latest inductees into the home of Canada's top music talent. The band's going to be ushered into the Hall of Fame of the Juno Awards that are being held in Edmonton in March of next year. Eric Elper is a freelance music publicist and SiriusXM XM host. He joins me this afternoon. Hey, Eric. Hello. How are you? Oh, good. You know what, uh, Eric? I'm a, I'm a Nickelback fan, and I don't want to get into the Nickelback hating on this uh, because I think their concerts are great and their music. Well, hey, you know what? If you Find a recipe that works, you stick with it, as far as I'm concerned. Um, How big of a deal is this for, for a band like these guys?
1: Oh, it's huge, you know, and, you know, even though that Canada is about 4% of the world market when it comes to music sales and streaming, um, to be recognized by your own country, I mean, that's that's what most of these artists, especially the older artists, the ones that kind of got really popular in the 60s and 70s, you know, during their quiet moments, and if you talk to them, they'll say, yeah, you know, we had to leave our country in order to break a big in the U.S. or in the U.K., because there just wasn't an infrastructure available. And then when you come back to Canada, then everybody loves you. (laughs) With Nickelback, it kind of worked in tandem. This country kind of broke them just by getting played on the radio first here. But, you know, I think just to be recognized by you know, something like the Juno Awards is, is still, it still matters to bands, for sure.
0: When you take a look at um, what they've done, right, so they formed, what, mid-90s in Han, I think the uh, the band name at that time was, what, Village Idiot or something like that. Yeah, it was Village <laughs> Idiot, that's what it was, and actually in that, uh, in the video for that tune I just played, there's actual scenes from that time, and their posters in the background, which is really, really cute, um, but the band has had, you know, a huge number of Grammy nominations, one 12 Juno sold 50 50 million albums earned the distinction of being second only to the Beatles as the best-selling foreign act in the US. Are they the biggest act
1: to come out of Canada? I think so. Um you know and certainly there's going to be I think a lot of groans and you know the the, the you know this kind of online hate follows Nickelback and we'll follow them wherever they go forever more. Um and I've never really quite understood it because mm-hmm. even though that you know the people will say that they were you know too much of a formula or that they weren't genuine it it it's all it's just all up in the air. Look, Nickelback is no more genuine than Bruce Springsteen is. You know, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen puts on a uniform when he goes out and performs shows. It just happens to be his clothes. And everybody wants to have something that sells 15 million albums. Mm-hmm. Those people who say that they stuck too much to a formula have probably never heard of ACDC <laughs> or the Ramones before. So the fact that I think that that, um, that they can succeed in all of this, because at the end of the day, they give people exactly what they they want which is live you know one of the great rock and roll shows but for radio and for a certain demographic and the audience they give them just rock and roll that doesn't preach to them it doesn't make them you know think too much and for most people that's all they want out of music they're not looking for anything deep like bob dylan half the time
0: Oh, and, and that's it, right? I mean, you, you put it on, you're either, you know, uh, you know, rocking out or you're being taken back in a tune somewhere, right? And, I mean, as you mentioned, their concerts are phenomenal. So, I don't know, it was, gosh, it had to have been 12 years back now. Last time I've seen them, they came through here. Um, it would have been Rexall at the time. And I was blown
1: yeah. away. Oh, I I saw, when I was working the band Bush, um, Nickelback did a a double bill with them. I was in the 300 section, because it was just like, I I didn't care about my seats at all. Um, And when Nickelback was on stage with their flames going up yeah. through the air. I, I, I felt like I was getting sunburnt. Like, <laughs> it, it was just such a, a great show. And, and you know, I, I get, though, you know, why, you know, that they're, you know, maybe not as beloved as, say, you know, Nirvana or Pearl Jam mm-hmm. or Soundgarden during that, that whole time. And especially because when they got signed to Roadrunner Records yeah. back in 1999, um, Roadrunner Records was a huge, huge hard rock metal label. And at the time, metal, and still is to the day. Metal just doesn't really sell that much. I mean, except if you're like a Judas Priest or yeah. Kiss or those kind of bands. So the label decided to put all of their emphasis on Nickelback instead of, say, some of the up-and-coming metal fans, uh, those, those metal artists, which kind of upset, you know, the people who, who followed that record label. But the fact is, though, that, you know, Nickelback is an industry unto itself. You know, whenever they play live, they bring Okay. as many people as a small town with them. Um, they bring a lot of money into the local economies. They certainly saved a lot of people's lives, um, not with just their music, but you know, they've generated hundreds of millions of dollars for the Canadian music industry mm. with their record sales. It, it's not just about, I'm just going to go on Facebook and slam them. It, <laughs> it's, just, it's much bigger than that, and it's much more powerful than somebody making up a, a petition for them not to play Super Bowl. They get it, you know, and they understand
0: it. Eric, why is it, you know, or or maybe this is a generalization on my part and I shouldn't do that. Do you think Canadians are too tough on
1: Canadian musicians? I think we're one of the worst countries next to the U.K. to build up somebody and then easily break them down or <laughs> ignore them. This is a really tough country to get popular in. Why? We're not, Why? We're not that many people. We're, mm. We, you know, The entire population fits in the tri-state area of New York, New <laughs> Jersey, and Boston. So when you are abandoned, you play coast-to-coast coast for, you know, um, and forget about it, in the middle of winter, you know, with, with the bartender and their dog, only one. <laughs> Watching you um, to make it you have to be really good and this band for the last 20 25 years you, you don't last this long unless you know who your audience is mm-hmm. and you're pretty solid with your music
0: yeah it, it's 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 been fascinating uh, to watch how how challenging is it still for Canadian acts to make it in the
1: u.s. Oh, it's, it's almost impossible, which is why I think that, you know, we don't have to be homers and <laughs> and praise everything that Drake does. Um, but, um, you know, America has their own music. They have their own superstars. For every, um, you know, big artist that's in Canada in terms of, uh, of only being big here, there's 50 of them in Los Angeles that are just as big, and then there's their own local artists in every single state. Um, It's a really tough country to play. It's very, very expensive, which is why when one of these Canadian record labels like Universal or Sony or, or Warner, when they sign somebody from Canada, and now it's their responsibility to sell that to the rest of the world. Um, it's a tough thing, which is why not a lot of artists have been able to do it. But thanks to the internet and Spotify yeah. and 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 you know the online world, it's certainly easier. But now your competition is the Beatles instead of just the local band from Edmonton.
0: Yeah, great points, Eric. Appreciate you joining me this afternoon. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely.